0: Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast episode 22 where we talk about hurricanes. The Florida Travel Podcast is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya and I'm Christina. And this week's episode is sponsored by The Original Disney Nerd. Original Disney Nerd brings Disney classics back for you to wear. You can find retro and classic t-shirts featuring Disney parks nostalgia such as River Country or the Great Movie Ride. Or even things like the original Mickey bars. You can check out their new lines of Muppet memorabilia and throwbacks to the original Future World lands of Epcot. You won't find these fun and original teas anywhere else. Visit the FloridaTravelPod.com/disnerd to start shopping for your next Florida vacation. This week we're going to talk about hurricanes. Not a very travel-related topic. It's not. It, we do need to talk about it if in case you are traveling. Do you know when this episode airs? Um, this e- episode airs on June 1st. And why is that important? It's not my birthday. <laughs> June 1st is the start of hurricane season. What? I don't know what you're talking about. It <laughs> is never a topic
1: of conversation in Florida.
0: Every single day starting June 1st
1: but when, <laughs> it's a whole other ballgame at the grocery stores starting June 1st
0: <laughs> yes it is we can talk about that during this episode mm-hmm. too but before we go talk too in depth about hurricanes let's go into our Florida tip of the week if you are traveling during hurricane season June 1st to November 1st it's wise to purchase travel insurance That covers you due to weather-related emergencies. So this way, if you have to cancel because a hurricane is coming our way, you're not out the cost of the trip. If you've already booked or traveling without insurances, chances are most companies within the U.S. will still work with you if a state of emergency is declared. So you don't have to even book travel insurance through your airline or cruise when we start cruising again. Most of these are run by separate insurance companies, and you can purchase your own travel insurance policy. I would even recommend if you are road tripping through the state, as long as you're going outside of your radius of like 300 miles, you can get travel insurance. And I have used travel insurance due to hurricanes when I'm on a road trip.
1: Hey, this is a really great episode that you don't have to bring your sunscreen on.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about hurricanes because <laughs> it's definitely a cloudy, rainy, it windy. It is not
1: sunny. <laughs> it is not fun to be outside in a hurricane. All right.
0: Before I moved to Florida, I didn't know anything about hurricanes. I. I
1: So can you tell us what you know about hurricanes? I have lived in Florida for many years and I have, I don't think it's been every year, but we get um, hurricane information um, coming at us every single year. We don't get hit by a hurricane every year. We don't even have them uh, come near us every year, but we do have them aiming their happy little butts at us at some point during every single hurricane season. So, You know, hurricanes for us typically start out in the Atlantic Ocean, usually down south. Nice warm waters. The warmer the water, the faster the hurricane. Um, Hurricanes range. I mean, to be honest, it's not normal for us here in Florida to get, I mean, we've gotten a lot but it's not normal for us to to get so high that they're completely destructive like they are down in, say, Cuba or the Bahamas or the islands in the Caribbean. Up by us, they usually begin to slow themselves down. The temperature of the water and how much land is underneath it affects its speed um, and its direction. But they do. They run in categories the slower categories the the lower winds are category 1s and 2s that ranges from 75 to 95 96 to 110 110 miles an hour is no joke it's wind
0: like it's definitely going to you're going to notice that yeah so the when you're talking the categories we're talking the wind speed right. of the category 1 starting at 74 miles per hour right I now mean, and so so it's like a hurricane driving at you on uh, the highway
1: a hurricane, a 74 mile an hour wind is is a pretty decent wind, but it is doable and livable. And you can still like, you can be out and about in, in that category two, you start getting up into, we might want to think about getting to a safer place. But when we get into these category threes at 111 to 130 mile an hour winds, you need to be hunkered down.
0: That's a wonderful phrase that we hear quite often yep. in Florida when those storms are coming. I want to back you up for a minute, though, because we talk about the hurricanes themselves, and we talk about them starting at such a high mile per hour wind speed. Before that, the hurricanes, they all have their names. I think we should—we all, all probably know those names change every year. But when they get to be tropical storms, we start naming them. So... A you know, tropical storm can still bring a lot of wind and rain this up is, to 73 miles per hour.
1: This is true. A, a tropical storm, we pretty much do get a tropical storm just about every year. But a tropical storm in Florida is really just a lot of water and rain and some decent winds, but they're not quite as destructive as you would think when you, talk, when you talk about big storms and, and bad weather, they're not quite as destructive.
0: And not every tropical storm turns into a hurricane. No. And not every hurricane goes through all five categories. Oh, either. definitely not. So, Especially
1: where we are in Florida, like I say, when they're down south, Cuba, the islands, of the Caribbeans, they get a lot more damage because there's not as much land to stop it. Plus the water is much, all much warmer. around those islands. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that temperature, those warm waters really kick those things up.
0: So we can continue with the different categories. One of the reasons, though, we did decide to talk about hurricanes, though, is traveling to this state. If you're from out of state or even traveling within the state, we'll talk a little bit you know, further on about what you can do to travel safely and if you should cancel your travel plans.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like that we've had, you know, the damage has begun when we've hit these Category 2, Category 3 level hurricanes that have come through um and living in central florida um you've got a good portion of state before those storms get to us um but a category three being at 130 mile an hour wind if you've ever gone to a science center and experienced oh, one of those hurricane um rooms where you go in and tornado room right and they start blowing all the wind you'll feel i mean that's that's enough to take your cat a away coming yeah. at you yeah <laughs> Um, category fours are 131 to 155. I mean, that'll take your roof off for sure. Oh, yes. And, and if you've got already damage on your roof, it's, you're going to be looking at, at something pretty fierce. And category fives, I've never experienced, um, I've gotten at the low end of a category four, but never a category five.
0: And being here in central Florida, like you said, this is the home of Disney world. That's where most people are coming to visit. Disney will close, Mm -hmm. but you, and we'll talk about hotels here in a few minutes. However, I wouldn't necessarily cancel for a category one or a category two, because by the time it gets here, it slows down. So also to consider, um, one of the recent hurricanes.
1: I don't ever remember the names of the hurricanes that I've either. ever been involved in. But the one of the more recent hurricanes um, came through our backyard and tore it up. I mean, it took us weeks to clean out our backyard. We had trees down. We still have trees that it looks like it looks like a jackhammer came came down in the middle of like a fifty year old oak tree and just split it in four <laughs> pieces. And it's still in our backyard like that because we can't get it out. Um, but it happened overnight. So during the day on, say, a Tuesday, we were all just sitting in our house waiting with our stocked up water and batteries. <laughs> and, and then, you know, the nighttime was rolling around and it was like, eh, it's just a windy afternoon. And had there not been a hurricane on the horizon, we would have thought nothing of it. The storm happened in the middle of the night. By the next morning, it was bright, sunny and hot again.
0: Yes. So you, the storms generally move Fairly quickly also. So that's, again, it does make it a little tricky to plan. And you absolutely have to go at your own comfort level. We've been here long enough that we've lived through a couple of these categories. We're comfortable hunkering down with our supplies. I will tell supplies. you, a lot of these hotels will turn into a
1: shelter. So sometimes it's the hotels that are the safest place to be. The hotels, they, the schools will often turn into an evacuation place. I have never evacuated because of a hurricane.
0: I did one of the first years, one of the first few years we lived here because I had an infant at the time. And honestly, I evacuated because we had plane tickets to go to Michigan and the airline called and said, well, your (laughs) your flight is canceled. And I had everything packed and I called my husband up at work and I said, do you want to just go? Yeah. Let's just drive. So we, I mean, technically we evacuated because we already had vacation plans. However, we we were ready to go anyway, because we were planning on travel.
1: I have never evacuated because when, especially South Florida, when they get an evacuation order, it's a little more serious for South Florida because of their location. And I always felt like up by us, um, we don't get it quite as bad. I don't want to plug, I don't want to plug up the roadways. I don't want to be stuck on the roadways. I want, you know, now if we were going to be and they they can usually predict at this point just how fast a hurricane's going to get but i've tried not to evacuate because i don't ever feel like we've been in that much danger now if you're heading to south florida you need to keep an eye on well, that what kind about of stuff. when
0: you lived on the gulf coast side
1: um the w- hurricane elena i know i remember that one because i was a child um It didn't turn out to be very much, but my mom and dad, we had my grandparents living with us. They have four kids. We went to a school nearby and stayed at the school overnight. That's about the closest we ever came to evacuating.
0: That's evacuating though. Yeah. It's evacuating your home because you don't know what your home is We didn't Yeah.
1: And my my parents were looking out for our grandparents and such. We didn't know, you know, if they were going to be stuck in their homes or what. So that was, and looking back now, you know, I don't know that even that would have caused me as an adult to evacuate.
0: I think it, it all depends. It all depends on, on your, your comfort, comfort level. Yep. Absolutely. And I think the, the longer you've been here, the more comfortable you get, but you still have to be very, very aware because these winds and rain can cause flooding, power outages, down trees, debris. I think a common mix- misconception if you're not from this area is that the eye of the storm is what you're watching. However, that's just where we call it when it makes landfill landfall. <laughs> the worst part of the storm, however, is everything that is around that eye. And it can spread over 100 miles wide. So yeah, you have to look at that. You'll see those predictions on the television with the cones. You have to look at that cone to see where that severe weather encompasses. It's not just where that eye of the storm makes landfall.
1: We've had some of those hurricanes that covered east to west Florida, like end to end. Easily. And and covered half the state, top to bottom. It was, I mean, they've been big enough to cover our whole state and no not all of the people that are underneath that hurricane are getting that terrible terrible wind and and weather and rain but it does come with some storms it does come with a lot of water and Um, You should definitely keep your eye on the amount of wind. They are really good at predicting the wind. They may not necessarily know exactly where it's going to hit, but they can tell you how fast the winds are. And that is what's something that's important to keep your eyes on. Category one, two, really just a big, bad, ugly storm.
0: And you can buy travel insurance, like I said, in our tip of the week to help cover anything that you may need to cancel or reroute due to a hurricane. You do need to purchase that probably at least a week ahead of your travels so you can if you know that you're traveling though in june to november and especially when you get to those warmer months our most active months are late august and september the warm for the yeah for the hurricane so if you know you're traveling during that time i'm not saying don't come to florida just come prepared so something else to consider is when
1: you're here wherever you are staying um be ready with you know some water, some batteries, some flashlights. We do get power outages. Boy, do we get some power outages. We've had, um, there was that one year in 2004 with that summer
0: where we had four
1: hurricanes come through and there was people I knew that went without power for weeks, but those were some damaging That's the year I left
0: and I can remember that because that's the year my son was born and he was six months old at the
1: time. Right, right. So, you know, power outages, but again... It's not that common for it to be
0: that bad. right? One of the things that I recommend to keep on top of notifications and hurricane updates, I recommend getting a few apps on your phone to not only track the hurricanes, but have a full weather radar. One of them that everyone knows that lives here in Florida, we hear all about NOAA all the time, (laughs) and that is not my son, Noah. (laughs) That is the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration. They follow the hurricanes because they are part of the ocean. They're out there swirling around before they get here, and they have a fantastic app that not only tracks the hurricanes, but it tells you what the radar is like, what the speed of the winds are, as well as how much rain you are going to get. I also like one called My Hurricane Tracker. And it's just a nice map of what's out there in the ocean. That one shows a cone, too. It shows the cone. Yes, it shows the cone. It's nice because it it is more of a bigger view. You get more of a, a bird's eye view of what's going on in the ocean. I also recommend if you are flying, download your airline's app. Not only so you can check into your flight and check out of your flight, but your airline is going to give you updates if they have to cancel or reroute your trip. So having an app right there on your phone, if you're not somewhere where you have power, you may still have cell service. You may not have cell service, but having your airline's app at least gives you a little bit better connection to your airline in case things change. The same goes with your hotel Both hotels and airlines are going to have notifications that pop up telling you what's coming, how to prepare, how to be safe. I would also recommend checking the tourism boards of the cities that you're going to. Uh, Even Visit Florida has frequently asked questions on travel during hurricane season. We're going to link that to the show notes in case we miss Mm. anything as well, but they give you that overall view of what a tropical storm is what's the difference between a watch and a warning do you know what the difference between a watch and a warning is um it's proximity i think i think it's probability Watch as you're keeping an eye out. A warning is when it is coming. Right. So I think that it it is a watch when the proximity is. Ah, You are. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Time frame. 48 hours to 36 hours. Right, right. And then
1: it's the same for like tornadoes. You know, when with hurricanes come tornadoes too sometimes. So they'll put out hurricane, a hurricane watch. And then usually a, a tornado watch comes with that because the hurricanes can produce tornadoes. Um I have something funny to say here if you can say anything funny about hurricanes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay, so we are from Florida and so we're accustomed to this type of weather and and such, but when you when hurricanes are coming, you know there's oh, hurricane Joe is out in in the Atlantic and and she's headed our way and and then all the memes come <laughs> and you know in Florida we've had a couple of instances where it looks like it's coming straight up the middle of the state and you get all the hurricanes that say shift and like pivot and you know, <laughs> and all the the funny hurricane memes because. Um yes there's been plenty of them that have been predicted to come up the middle of the state. Of course if you look at the cone it's like that spaghetti model where yes, it's going the spaghetti all mo- over the place. And then there's been times where we were like that's it it's coming it's coming right across central Florida. We're going to be in big big trouble because it's going to hit us. And then all of a sudden at the very last second, it's like all of a sudden this little flick happens and it just disappears and it it heads off. It shifts off to the right somewhere and it goes back out into the Atlantic and it's all gone. But then we've also had it where it's like, oh, it's just going up the East Coast. No big deal. It's going to go right back out into the Atlantic and boom it comes right over the top of the state. (laughs) So it's just the funny memes that come out, you know, at hurricane time and we are are so susceptible
0: to them here because we kind of have to joke about it in order to get through the season. I love the memes that show Floridians prepping for prepping. hurricane versus Floridians prepping for cold weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If, if you're from Florida, you can relate. And if you're not, uh, let, me, let me explain. Floridians prepping for a hurricane means that we are stocking up at the grocery stores We're getting things like bread ABC liquor. and water. And what's the most important one? What did you just say? ABC liquor. <laughs> We're prepping for our hurricane parties, provided yep. we know that the weather's not going to be bad or it's not going to be huge dangerous. and dangerous. We are definitely prepping to hunker down. And apparently hunkering down means alcohol. So speaking of which, the stores do get a little crazy. Oh, yes. Yeah. Let's talk about that too. So planning what you need during a hurricane. And if you are staying from out of state, you may need to participate in the shopping. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't relish that. However, it's an experience to be had. I Well, and I'm sure some of them know, too. They get blizzards. They get bought out of things as well this in those true. northern states. I wouldn't know. Prep ahead of time. Know what you need. Know the water and the food. You want dry food. You want things that don't need electricity to cook. I think my biggest challenge during a hurricane is always trying to figure out how to make coffee. Well, I mean duh. <laughs> you can drink the liquor straight out of the bottle, but you gotta
1: have hot water to make the coffee.
0: <laughs> exactly. I have literally made coffee by boiling water over my grill. Before, so hey, get
1: a good flame going It'll I, be fine.
0: Yep. I, I now I have a fire pit. I can do it right out there and gather up all of those down limbs and everything because yeah, that's the unfortunate thing is we might be without power for a couple of days afterwards. Hotels, if you're staying in a hotel though, they have generators. They're generally okay for power. I say the hotels are like the best place to be. (laughs) They're built to withstand the winds. They're built to a higher code than our homes are. They're, like you said, they're evacuation centers once in a while. You're going to be okay if you're checked into a hotel, especially if you are not right there at the beach. Maybe you need to go inland a little bit to see where, you know, the safest areas are if you do need to have an exit strategy. But pack your food in if you need to, bring water with you, bring sandwich supplies. And try not to be on the road when it's the time for the hurricane. Plan your exit strategy. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is an item here on my list as well. Plan your exit strategy. If you are driving, know what roads you need to use to get out of state know that you may not have cell service. So plan, have a map, reach out to visit Florida and request travel brochures and maps so that you know the roads and not all just the main highways because they will get clogged. I was just gonna
1: say, and, and keep in mind that those interstates are going to get jam-packed with people, especially because we're you know, a, a long state. So the people coming from the South are gonna be up here too, and that's a lot of people.
0: And if the governments say to evacuate, evacuate. Don't take your chance. Don't try to stay. If you can get out, get out. Uh, but plan your exit strategy. Know what that's going to be like. Make sure you're getting gas ahead of time, too. Those are That's another thing where you see the long lines because if you have to leave, yeah, you well, need to be fueled up to get out of state.
1: And if you live here and you're staying, so that's those people are filling up their gas cans so they can fill their generators so they're there also
0: getting gas for their houses and it can be it can be challenging it can be challenging i think also then too you mentioned shelters watch the local news they're going to have information on shelters if you needed to seek shelter outside of a hotel if you are visiting find out where those shelters are and watch the local news for as long as you can maybe even download the news apps every news station in this area has their own Uh, apps. Check the weather apps again for that information. Christina, what else do you have about hurricanes that we need to know?
1: I mean, I would make sure you have entertainment on hand. So if you are stuck somewhere overnight or during a day where the weather might have been bad for those couple, they really don't last that long. So if you're going to be stuck in a hotel room for a day because of some bad weather, just have some stuff on hand. Yes. Yes. If you have small kids, have some games, have some books. And remember that videos are not always going to be an option.
0: What, uh, should we move into our rapid fire? Sure. top three tips. I'm ready. Okay. What if, what would you say your top three tips are?
1: (laughs) I really want to say ABC liquor.
0: (laughs) Then say it.
1: (laughs) I mean, I guess it's have, have a good amount of snacks and food on hand. Yes. Have an exit strategies should you get to that point where you're uncomfortable so you know what you're doing to get out and the travel insurance.
0: The travel, yeah, I would agree with the travel insurance for sure. That's definitely one of my top three tips. I would also say if you can, especially if you're driving, it's great to have a weather radio in your car. I have one that I keep as part of just always in my car. It's solar powered. It has a hand crank. That way you don't need the electricity to listen to the radio, and then that way you can get the most up to date information. So a weather radio is a great idea. We said travel insurance. What else did I need to say? I need to say one more tip, don't I? Think about being hunkered down. Think about being hunkered down, but don't. My my tip is don't be so quick to cancel your plans if you're coming and you see that a hurricane is a week out like Christina said it can shift it can move and it can do it at the last hat. second yep don't be so quick to cancel but again you know do your comfort level we're definitely not meteor meteorologists so, we don't have all the answers. No, but we are from here and have experienced it a lot. And do your research, right and And for those of you who have been here a lot, don't become so desensitized that you don't take those safety precautions seriously. Mm-hmm. You may not always need to board up your home, however, you know, pay attention to what the government is saying and if you need to get out. What do you think? Time for our featured Florida product of the week? Yes, ma'am. See, I madam you. Oh, very good. (laughs) Each week we're going to share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. This week's featured product... Is it me? Yeah. It's you. I wrote it. You came up with it. Okay. Well, I guess I'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> this week's feature product is Havana Beads. These are handmade glass enamel, lampwork glass beads and beading components to uh, that help you make your own creations. Uh, Havana Beads is made locally by a Florida artist, and she makes... The, she hand makes the beads. She copper etches the pendants and the earrings. Each piece is truly unique and brings out the Cuban history and culture. But not just that. They're just gorgeous. You, can, um, you have to just go and admire her work. So if you go to etsy.com slash shop slash Havana Beads, you can find all of these exquisite beads and designs from Havana Beads. I know this week was a very serious topic. I hope that we all got something out of it. You know, how to travel safely (laughs) during hurricanes. (laughs) It's kind of
1: hard to not like find a way to joke a little bit. Right, (laughs) exactly.
0: Know that when we are joking, it is just because, hey, we're also here to have fun. right? So we hope you do enjoy. But where can we find the Florida Travel Pod? Florida Travel Pod can be found on Facebook
1: and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod. And this is also the best place to comment with your favorite tips, Any ideas that you have heard us talk about um, and you have an idea about them, feel free to comment. If you have ever experienced a hurricane and want to share your story, feel free.
0: Oh, I would love to hear what everyone's hunker down story is and what's your primary thing to buy at the store. Especially
1: if you're not from Florida. (laughs) Exactly. We don't need to hear the hunker down stories from the Florida experienced.
0: Well, I want to hear from the Floridians what they buy at the grocery store. What's their number one item?
1: Actually, you should put your armor on, get your helmet. <laughs> and your shield. <laughs> first. Make sure to check out the show notes in your favorite podcast player or visit floridatravelpod.com slash blog for links and more details about everything you heard in today's episode. You can also
0: reach out to us on email at hello at floridatravelpod.com You can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us and leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. This helps others discover our content. And I want to say thank you to Lindsay for leaving a review. She loved hearing about our Florida's off the beaten path attractions. There's so much more to the state than theme parks and Tanya and Christina are full of great ideas and places to check out, especially if you have kids. Thank you, Lindsay. If you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can choose to donate monthly or even a one-time donation. Go to patreon.com slash floridatravelpod and when you donate, our supporters get shoutouts, postcards, stickers, and more depending on your level of support. We may even have some additional surprises along the way. Your support allows us to give you the best content from the Sunshine State. Join us next week as we talk all about Ocala, Florida. But that's it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone.